Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Wednesday, October 4th. A pullback in both Treasury yields and oil prices helped lift the S&P 500 index and NASDAQ composite off four-month lows Wednesday, while a weaker-than-expected labor market alleviated some concern over the possibility the Federal Reserve may raise interest rates again. Earlier Wednesday, the ADP National Employment Report said the private sector created 89,000 jobs in September, well below the 150,000 that analysts were expecting. The private payroll company's update comes before the government is due to offer its own numbers for weekly jobless claims on Thursday and the non-farm payrolls report for September on Friday. The Fed has been trying to take some of the strength out of the historically robust labor market as part of its effort to bring down inflation, and any sign that jobs growth is slowing will surely help shape expectations for the direction of interest rates. Meanwhile, the benchmark 10-year Treasury note yield pulled back from the 16-year high of 4.80% seen earlier this week. Crude oil futures plunged more than 5% to a five-week low, reflecting concerns that high interest rates and high gasoline prices could eventually curtail demand. The drop-in oil prices alleviated some of the fears that the recent oil rally was getting out of control, potentially to the point where it could hurt economic activity, says Kevin Gordon, senior investment strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Any stabilization in oil, yields, and the recent U.S. dollar volatility will help take some of the pressure off of the equity market. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 34.3 points, or 0.8%, at 4,263.75. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 127.17 points, or 0.4%, at 33,129.55, and the NASDAQ composite was up 176.54 points, or 1.4%, at 13,236.01. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 7 basis points, at 4.729%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 1.22 points, at 18.56. Technology shares were among the strongest performers Wednesday, with the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index rising 1.3%. Consumer discretionary stocks were also strong. Energy was the biggest loser as oil and gas producers took pressure from crude's nosedive. Small-cap stocks remained under pressure, with the Russell 2000 Index dropping 0.2% to a five-month low. As far as stocks on the move, Calmain Foods fell 7.3% after the company's quarterly earnings and revenue fell short of expectations. Fleur rose 2.4% after UBS upgraded the engineering and construction company's stock to buy, citing expectations that Fleur's prospects should improve. Intel rose 0.7% after the chipmaker announced it would spin off its programmable chip unit as a standalone business, with an initial public offering planned in two to three years. Moderna rose 1.1% after the company announced positive interim results from a trial of mRNA-1083, which combines vaccines against influenza and COVID. 
Novartis fell 3.3% after the Swiss drug maker completed the spin-off of its generics and biosimilars business Sandoz. Oddity Tech Limited fell 8.4% days after the recently listed company surged higher because of an upgraded earnings forecast. Ryder fell 3.5% after Wolf Research downgraded the trucking company's stock to peer-perform from outperform, citing expectations for muted demand for freight shipping and moderating pricing power. And Sunrun fell 1.1% after Truist Securities downgraded the solar panel installer's stock to hold from buy, saying high interest rates could hurt the company. The third quarter earnings season begins next week with companies including Delta Airlines, Domino's Pizza, PepsiCo, United Health Group, and Walgreens Boots Alliance expected to report. Given the focus on yields and interest rates recently, bank results due October 13th are likely to be of interest. Those due to report include Citigroup, J.P. Morgan Chase, PNC Financial Services, and Wells Fargo. BlackRock, the world's largest money manager with over $9 trillion in assets, is also expected to report October 13th. Wednesday's ADP report showed not only slower-than-expected job growth, but also a continuing decline in wage growth. Growth in annual pay has been slowing for 12 straight months, ADP said. We are seeing a steepening decline in jobs, ADP chief economist Nella Richardson said in a statement. Additionally, we are seeing a steady decline in wages in the past 12 months. The monthly ADP numbers often diverge from the Labor Department's job figures and probably shouldn't be taken as a preview of the non-farm payrolls report due Friday. The non-farm payrolls report is expected to show the economy added 170,000 jobs in September, down from 187,000 in August, according to Trading Economics. Before the monthly payroll data, investors will also get the initial jobless claims report Thursday from the Labor Department. Weekly claims numbers have been hovering at relatively low levels of just above 200,000 in recent months, suggesting few companies are shedding workers en masse. Thursday's report is expected to show a slight uptick to 225,000, according to Briefing.com, from 204,000 last week. Otherwise, all eyes are on Friday's jobs report, says Colin Martin, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. The sharp pullback in Treasury yields Thursday shouldn't be too surprising, Colin adds. Fundamentals don't appear to be driving the recent surge, as market expectations of the Fed's peak rate are unchanged, and inflation expectations remain anchored. Indeed, the market's near-term expectations for Fed policy continue to reflect high confidence the central bank will hold its benchmark funds rate unchanged at least for another month. Late Wednesday, the market saw about a 19% chance the Federal Open Market Committee will raise its benchmark funds rate from the current 5.25% to 5.50% target range, following its October 31st to November 1st meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. That's down from 28% Tuesday and 22% a week ago. Other economic news Wednesday indicated certain parts of the economy continued to plug away despite high interest rates. The Institute for Supply Management's, or ISM's, non-manufacturing index, a measure of service sector activity, slowed to 53.6 in September, from 54.4 in August, but any reading above 50 indicates activity is expanding. 
Anthony Neves, chair of the ISM's Services Business Survey Committee, noted a slight pullback in the services sector's growth rate, which has been in expansion mode for 39 of the past 40 months due to slowdown in new orders and employment indexes. However, the majority of respondents remain positive about business conditions. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.